Hi, we are back with another Tower After Hours podcast. This is our first podcast of 2017, so welcome to the new year. This is Kelly. Welcome to the new year. And in the podcast room with me today is um, Mike Mattis. Hello. And Kimber. Hi. And Alyssa. Hello. Hi. It's funny, everybody always gets the giggles at this point. I'm so excited for my talk. (laughs) Alyssa is incredibly excited about her topic. So I'm not going to um, do any more frilly introductions. We're just going to jump right in and I'm going to pass it over to Alyssa. Okay. I'm going to take a poll of the room. Ooh. Okay. And, Ooh. Of the, and of the listeners. Who here likes Ikea? Me. Everybody loves Ikea. She sure. doesn't yeah. like Ikea. Okay. 90% of the tower office is made up of Ikea furniture, so I felt like this was a really fitting topic. Okay. But I found an article that was published in early December of okay. this past year. Don't read the headline. I'm not. I didn't read the headline, I promise. Yes, you did. I saw a Google box, and it attracted me as an SEO person. That's good job security. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So, Ikea has launched a website that is called ikearetailtherapy.com. Okay. And Ikea, on this secondary website that they own, has renamed their products... Based off of Google search queries in Sweden, and so, and and I and I should also mention that they are relationship questions, and I will give you some examples. Okay. Okay. Oh, I saw this on your desk. Okay, good. I I thought you were ordering something earlier. This is fascinating. If someone types into Google, teenager average shower time. Most moms, but most moms may type that in because the biggest complaint of teenage girls and maybe teenage boys is that they're taking too long in the shower. <laughs> right? Yeah. I will let your mind go wherever it needs to go, but I'm just saying. We're can, going can, there. It's I happening. I love this topic. <laughs> anyway, so. If okay. you, That's the name of a product? If you search My that. teenage boys. You search that, that into Google. Okay. okay. Yeah. You search. Teenage average shower time. Okay. One of the things that should pop up is an IKEA product for a stainless steel timer. Wow. So if you're trying to reduce the time a teen, your yeah. teen spends in the shower, you're going to set a timer for that. Now you need a stainless steel? Here's another one. My I don't know if question, this works or not. There's I absolutely more. love this. I love it. Okay. <clears throat> it is a great topic, by the so way. So another, mm-hmm. another example is a search query that would be, my son is afraid of the dark. Oh, what is it? Give give me a hundred of everything. <laughs> Kelly, I thought you may, thought you may like that. And the IKEA product that would come up for that is an LED nightlight that is wow. an animal and changes But colors. they're only doing this on their Swedish site. These are only re- now the website is in English if you go there. Okay. But these the products were named off of common search queries from Sweden specifically. Okay. So I don't know if it, they're doing it like a beta. What's the name of the so product? So let me, yeah. <laughs> Kimber's like, I have so here's 27 oh, questions. But if you think about Ikea. <laughs> Look, she's holding her hand their, up. Their she's products like, often have Swedish names that no one knows underst- how to pronounce, yeah. knows what they mean, nothing. So they're, let me understand this. They're literally naming their products after search queries. My son plays, here's, like a, black here's a product. Right 
My no. son plays too no, much computer games, and it's a product of scissors yeah, to cut the cord. That is black hat right there. But if it's the name of the actual product, they're that's renaming how, their product. It can't be. They're no, renaming no their product. But they, they are, are giving. They are offering a solution to your question. I don't. I say yes. I would. This is what I would say. Wow. Now, granted, this is their retail therapy campaign. So whether they're going to leave those as such, I don't know. Oh, so I say That's yes even more because I'm coming. So it's a ki- this is what I'm trying to understand. Okay. <clears throat> if they have gone and patented these products and that is the name that's on the patent of those products, it's ingenious. It's ingenious. If this is just a campaign, that's a little sketch balls. But, I mean, it's kind of freaking awesome okay. at the same but time. I don't, but, I don't, but I don't think, I mean, it's not like JCPenney putting, like, keywords about the president yeah. in there. I mean, these, it, it's, it's, it's providing you it a is what they're trying to, to rank. That's what they're trying to rank for. Yeah. But when you go there and you first see that, that product title looks misleading. Yeah. Right off the bat. But I guess they're, I don't know if. God, they'll rank like gangbusters. Right. Does the product name change? Is the purpose of it <clears throat> clever and funny and getting people's attention? Because if that's the case, then like. It's okay. Let it go for a few months. That's what I would say. I still think it's pretty cool. So here's it's, another it's one. It's very cool. <laughs> it's a, that's another one. Another one is products even include a quote-unquote, related relationship problems tab at the bottom of each page. So if you like the product that says he doesn't text back, then you'll love the product that's called I need more men in my life. So they're also using This is so freaking cool. I'm sorry, but this is so cool. We're going to rename all our web services. I need more business. So now here's the thing. In the product description, they're actually going... They're taking this even a step further. So one... One product is an abacus, mm-hmm. right? And the product's name is splitting expenses with your partner. Nice. And then it says in the product description, IKEA is where life happens. This product's real name is Moolah, but right now we have renamed it to the relationship problem you've just, you just Googled. All to make life at home easier for you because life evolves every day and everything, yes, everything can get better. They gotta be so they're even, like bananas. They're even wow. explaining why you're kind of seeing something the only oh, thing that I don't like it from an SEO perspective is as a user, if I'm looking for those things, I may not necessarily be looking for a product. I may be hoping for an answer to those questions, not to buy you something. But then you well, wouldn't click on Ikea's site anyway. No, that's true. But well, I, that's what I'm says, saying is that I, that's the only thing I don't know. It says in the article that the ad agency, the Swedish ad agency who helped Ikea with this, took motiva- motivation from the complications of family relationship of many kinds. And the reason that they did it is because it was supposed to be a lighthearted humor and something and a relationship problem that entertains you while you're still seeking the answer or the resolution. I'd imagine I think it's great that they call the site like therapy too. Retail therapy. Just like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a campaign essentially. And it's it's cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. But the other thing is like, I mean, some of these aren't relationship related. So like saving for an apartment is a food container with clear glass. So, like, that's something, mm. like, you who doesn't have relationship problems would... You know what I that's mean? That's a like different podcast. <laughs> Another one is when children leave home. It's champagne flutes. So that's celebratory oh to some. God, that's great. No, so it's like, fantastic. Like it's so I just want to go on the site and see what they've named everything. Go yeah. to... 
ikearetailtherapy.com. Oh, this is exciting stuff. But I don't know. There's your like, plug at the end. It, but at the same time, it doesn't. Is it cannibalizing their own site? Probably, but guess what? It's still going to convert to sales because you can buy on that website. Yeah. And additionally, it doesn't do anything to the SEO value of the real IKEA site. No, it's genius. It doesn't even duplicate product it's not descriptions. Even, it's not even duplicate content. It's just really smart marketing. Good find. Wait, what's the name of the article, though? Because I saw the word troll in it, and I thought that was interesting. Scroll to the bottom of this blog article, and we will link to it. But it's called, (laughs) Ikea Trolls Us All by Naming Products After Googled Relationship Questions. And there's a video in the article, so you can watch that. Oh, exciting. I'm totally, this is what's happening after this podcast. This is terrible. That was the best topic ever. Yeah. That was the best topic ever. Bye. And now... For 2017, we just mic dropped. Wow. That's perfect. Okay, so who wants to go with a much less okay, great I'll topic? Okay, I'll follow up. Um, Good luck. Now, I will just say the great reason that that topic was great was because that there was some kind of, uh, oh, I want to say it like Shaw says it, controversy. Controversy? Well, he says it in a different Controversy. Controversy. Controversy? 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 Controversy. Controversy. Anyway, so my topic was basically design trends for 2017, and you you know, you go and do a Google search for these things, you can find them all over the place. Um, Now, I kind of shared in our our pregame that the um, hot colors trend, and this is kind of what drives me bananas, is you could see design trends January, design trends February, design trends March, and they're always different. And there are always these people that are trying to create these things so they can follow something. And that's what turns websites, I think that's what gives websites a bad name, mm-hmm. is they all start to look like one another. Mm-hmm. But then everybody tries to follow a trend like the hot colors. Everybody's doing their websites in like that neon straight up blue. It's mm-hmm. 25500 for all you designers out there. Nerd alert. <laughs> <laughs> Did you um, look up the color, or is that a color knew, listed I feel like he just no, knew it. Oh. I knew that. I knew, I knew that. that. <laughs> um, but one of the bigger design trends that um, actually Ashley brought up to me, which is pretty interesting, is the idea of no navigation. Yes. Now, that is, is kind of... Scary. I will say, you know, revolutionary. Now, if somebody wants to try that, all the power to them. But I've been to a couple websites, you get totally lost. But the idea is that when you get there, it's like, I don't have any other way but down. I'll scroll mm-hmm. and I'll look, I'll look, I'll look, I'll look, I'll get to the bottom and there's a button there, go. So it's basically a linear way to look at a website right. instead of one that's, you know, has all kinds of outs. It's also very controlled by whoever built yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, as the site owner, you're you're forcing... A funnel. I mean, yeah, yeah you're, which, I mean, good for you, I guess. You're going to make sure people are going to see what you want them to see. But I think that's first, not what yeah. I want to see, and my area of interest is eight pages away. Or what if you I'm enter? Take you what if you yeah. enter on step nine of the process, and you have no idea what came before it, so it doesn't make sense? That would suggest that they did a search, yeah. which I don't think you could even SEO this. Oh my gosh! I mean, if I, I mean, gave you a website design that had no navigation, you would freak. You'd be like, I can't do this. You'd have. I would never say I can't do something. <laughs> Oh that God. was a test. That's because I'm sitting That was here. a test, you and I passed. Kimber, you have a little something on your nose. <laughs> is it brown? It is brown. <laughs> That's all right. It's very becoming. I mean, I think it would work for some websites more than others. 
it has I think to be for a like an e-commerce website. site, yeah. forget about it. But we've for got, a small website, we've got a lot of clients who are abandoning their search feature across the website, which to me is yeah, that's weird. Which I mean, I don't know that search is. I, I don't know. I hear. How I many hear. Times you search on a. Well, I hear I complete search opposite ends of the spectrum like that. Yeah. So you? some people yeah. search. I just Google it. On. I either I, Google the site in Google or, or, or search the site in Google. You know, site colon. Yeah, I mean, they can do that, but I would just go to their site and search mm-hmm. pink shoes. And let the default WordPress website kind of give you the... Well, uh, I don't know. Sorry, Works developers. for me. <laughs> developers, you can, you can get anything snob. I actually think it forces you to <clears throat> optimize certain pages. More so, because then you're not so focused on the homepage and what the navigation links are. Yeah. You still have links, but it forces you to focus on the internal pages, which, which which is what you should be doing anyway. So there are some websites now that also remove the logo, which everybody is customarily, I click the logo, I go back to the homepage. Yeah. Now there's no navigation or a logo. The logo sits at the bottom of the page, <clears throat> which will still still work the same way. But here's a question. If, if, start, if all sites started doing this, would not 10 years from now, we'd all be so used to it, it wouldn't matter anyways. That's I mean, true. isn't change, that, that's always kind of how change is at the beginning. And maybe to be kind of come back around here, that's what all these design trend people yeah. are trying to do. They're trying to set a new convention, right. which ultimately 10 years down the line, no website will have navigation. I think every website should just do them. Just do your thing. Be your own be your but own if a, person. But if a website, so like in terms of color, if a website is supposed to last a company three to five years and a design trend is a trend, then... Why would you ever follow one to right. begin with? <laughs> On a website. Or why not? I mean, if it's a trend and you're going to redo it in three but years, like you said, be a different But trend. if you're saying the yeah. trends are changing every month... They are changing every so month. So like, I, I think, think there's a different trend. In three years, your trend is 36 months old. There are people trying to dictate what those trends <clears throat> are every month. I would, be, I would say that structural trends, like you said, the no navigation, are something that I could see people getting on board with for their website versus something like a color trend. Yeah. Because a color trend, you know, and if you don't, then... Well... Yeah. Anyways, you know that it's going to change all the time. Every year, the color trends change. But structural trends do tend to last a little bit longer. So part yeah. C of this is um, a return to audio. What does that mean? Which means websites don't have any sound when you click on things or when things move. They don't have sound effects. Some people are saying that it's going to turn into a TV where everything on TV has a sound. But why is it that an internet website should be completely silent except for when you choose a video. What on my TV has sound? Like think Every about TV when you show. think about when oh, you I send you meant, an like, email. When I press a button. Like, no, 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 no. Which did like remind me of my TiVo, which I loved all the bloops and bleeps <laughs> that the TiVo used to make. So you're Just saying like, your like modem did? so if you click on like a link, it goes boop boop. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. I'd be so annoyed. But see, is that a convention that we accept because there no, are because no your TV is video. No, because I video have music sound, playing, and I don't want other noises interrupting. Well, computers are becoming more like to. TVs, and the the line is just becoming blurred. No. Think about the number of people that don't have cable at home because they watch Netflix on their computer. Right. College. And having that. Th- that's sorry. That's just what that I think. <laughs> Kelly, give me the most like. <laughs> I wanted. I wanted to come up with a. I just wanted to come up with another random word to say. Like, she said, <laughs> college, and I just wanted to be like, well, that's sandwiches. <laughs> I meant, that's right. That's what I did in college. I just watched Netflix. 
Okay, Kimber, your topic. Okay. Sorry. You're the Going MC. on. <laughs> Kelly, would you I like was to just say? trying to say that I was done. Oh. <laughs> done. Go ahead. So, done with you. Uh, contently put together a list of 2017 content predictions. A pretty long list. And I went through and I put pink hearts next to ones <laughs> I agreed with. Green hearts next to the ones I didn't agree with. And then X's next to the ones where I thought they didn't apply because they're already happening. Spoiler alert, she only agrees with two of them. <laughs> oh, no, there's three pages. Okay. Four. Are you ready she, agrees for, she agrees with four. I, I love the fact that even the things she doesn't agree with earn it hard. <laughs> well, I thought they were still smart statements. I just didn't agree with All them. All right. Here okay. we go. Who wrote this? Contently. Oh, I thought you said Kelly. At That's first. what I thought you said. I thought you said Kelly, and I was like, "That's I ballsy." <laughs> I would never, Girl, ever. I, I think we sitting here Girl, like this. You is... best have more red hearts. <laughs> this is gonna get awkward. Contently. Like, wow, okay. I thought you guys were being oh, really that's, quiet that's about it. I tell you what, when, from now on, when you rewind this, when you rewind this, make sure she didn't say Kelly. I think you did. No, I said contently. You just didn't hear me. She said Kelly. All right. Anyways, number one, the first one that I agree with is by, I'm not even going to say Bill's name. He's a person at Contently. Mm-hmm. Contently. <gasps> See, she said it. Traditional Kelly. publishers will stop downsizing quality journalists and realize the value they can provide to their content marketing efforts. This is the first one I don't agree with. I don't think that people are going to start, um, you say downsizing quality journalists. I don't think they're going to stop doing that right away. I think that's still going to take some time. You think there's a whole cesspool of content that's just being flooded out there, and that'll continue? yeah, and I yeah, and I don't think that traditional publishers we're talking about like newspapers, new, yeah, newspapers. Okay. I don't think they're going to stop downsizing quality journalists yet. I just talked to a prospect last week, and they are flooding their blog and all kinds of content out there. They're like doing stuff weekly, and their domain authority is in the in the tank. I mean, it's really low. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how can that be so low? And is that just a case of Google didn't care? The thing like, is, people don't trust them anymore. But because they're just flooding in with all kinds of junk? I think people don't trust traditional publishers as much as they used to anymore. So people just aren't visiting as often. Mm. Um, I, I don't want to take this off. <laughs> take it off. Topic take it off. It's not even your original point there, but so I have, um, I brought a stat, it's in the article that I'm reading, it says companies that that publish 11 or more posts per month earn four times as many leads as businesses that only publish once a week. And this was in an article about, this was in an article about business to business blogging. I cannot think of a single business to business company that needs to be blogging 11, 11 times, times a, a month. month. All I can tell you is I don't know why you're sitting here because you have 10 more blogs that you need to write. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of work to do. So bye yeah. Kelly. This bye. is the last time you hear Kelly. She'll be writing her life away. But I mean, first of all, that's her crazy. I mean, I feel like, I feel like we at Tower keep up a pretty good pace and we're like six to eight a month. Pushing Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're, not a, if you're not a news source, like publishing the day's news, right. I mean, I just That's can't crazy. 
Well, it's like okay. quality at that point. Yeah. You got a shiver when you read that sentence. Yeah. Um, okay. One that I don't think applies is Apple is Apple Google because I think it's already happening. Is that short form social video is the biggest looming opportunity for content marketers? Oh yeah, that I think crash. that's already happening. <laughs> um, I mean, Vine's out of business. Well, I think I think they're even talking about like the fifteen minute. Second? Inst- 15 mm, second, yeah. 15-second Instagram videos. I think what it's saying is that this is going to become the biggest opportunity. Already, I think it's already, already been there. the biggest yeah. opportunity. Gotcha. Um, it's next an opportunity one. that's underutilized at this point. Yes, but as I'll get to one, I'll skip ahead. Side question. Who would be a better brain for that video? Is it a content marketer or is it a social expert? A content. I, both. Both. I agree. I think both. When we do our short form videos here it's always a always it's a collaboration of content and social but Mm -hmm. you as a content person drive the video and the topic right and i rely on the social person to make it look good and to you know look like how they so you can't have one without the other i think not exactly but i so later on talking about that short form short form social video someone said some brands will realize that video can't save them sure multimedia is important but too many companies are going to throw too much money at video without taking the time to develop a long-term plan and i absolutely agree with that i think you can't just jump on a trend like you were talking earlier about video throw a lot of money into it and you don't do it well and then it's going to tank and you know you just waste a bunch of money right so because some people think oh i'll just do video and that's the magic bullet right but what you can do is you can try out video in a much less mm-hmm. expensive exactly way. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, start small. Our own tower videos are probably about as, you know, kind of grassroots and DIY as you can get. And they've been doing really well for us. So, I mean, I guess that's to say, like, ooh, we can make these bigger and splashier and better. Well, we know that they're successful, so right. then we feel more comfortable <coughs> taking the next level. Investing the time into right. it. But on the other hand, they're very successful. Do we throw a wrench into it. So another question for another day. Um, Okay. Another one that I don't think is applicable is organizations serious about content marketing will use proprietary data to tell compelling stories. Again, I think that's already being done. Who writes stories anymore or write content without data anymore? 2017. Yeah. Boy, it seems awfully old. Right. Well, well, those are the ones that I didn't think were applicable. Gotcha. One I do think is applicable. I'm going to stop saying that word because it's going to be It has a red heart. It has a red heart. It's the ROI apocalypse is coming. Dun, Your dun, dun. published content. You published content, didn't know about how to distribute it to your target audience, and now your CEO is about to come breathing down your neck wondering what you spent all her money on. As an agency, I think that's really important from a client perspective. Yeah, we don't have our CEO down our neck, but we have clients. Yeah, and I think it's that. already happening. Yeah. And so <clears throat> the good news is I think you're right, it's important, and I think we identified it was important probably in the second half of last year. Yeah. So I agree, too, with that. Cool. One that I don't agree with is that... This is great. This one. <laughs> 83% of marketers will procrastinate on content marketing because they'll incorrectly assume their competitors already figured out how to publish effectively. I think that's crazy. I don't what? understand that. It's basically saying... 83% of marketers will not create good content because they already think their competitors are doing it better than them. Doesn't that make you then want to... They gave up. Yeah. 
Do you really think 83% of companies gave up because their competitors were doing it already? No. That seems, I think it's I, the complete I think it's a bigger opposite. percentage of the clients that don't under, don't, don't even know if they're client, if they're a competitor. That's right. Yeah. Say. There you go. Okay. That's yeah. What's what <laughs> scary is the percentage of clients who don't even know who their competitors are. <laughs> yeah. Were they? That's definitely yeah. a topic for another day. Yeah. <clears throat> um, okay. One that I don't agree with is writers who have written for top brand publications, i.e. like the New York Times, um, Washington Post, will be as coveted as those who have written for traditional publications. Sorry, I backed that. I messed that up already. Okay. Okay. Writers who have written for top brands, like Red Bull, will be as coveted as those who have written for traditional publications like the New York Times. I don't think we're there yet. And I don't think that's going to be in the next year. Maybe the next five years, but... Writing for a brand is, I don't think, still not as, like, reputable as writing for, it's just, it's kind of apples and oranges. It's a, it's yeah, that's true. I don't know. I mean, they're two completely, they like, are. think of a 62-year-old guy that's near retirement, reads the New York Times every morning at 5 a.m. when he's drinking his coffee before he goes to work, versus... Someone probably like one of us here, right? <laughs> who someone carrying nine cases? Of- yeah, so, <laughs> someone like our neighbors in the uh, college apartment <laughs> complex next to us carrying in nine cases of natty light light into their <laughs> dorm room probably would read something on mm, Red, Red Bull's Bull. website. We're gonna get a shout out from Natty Light today. Yeah, you know so Ugh, I don't want to get a shout out from them. <laughs> so this is all I have to say: <clears throat> college. <laughs> Sandwiches. I think, I think to your point though, um, I forgot my point because I thought your joke was so funny. <laughs> no, but honestly, I think the content itself um, is two totally different things. But the but the first one is much more entertaining. The other one is just more legitimate. But online. Yeah. That entertainment, entertaining content might be perform much better, better. Yeah. yeah, than you know somebody who has a reputable. Okay, I only have like one more page. Is that okay? Yeah. Should I speed it? She gave me a look. I should skip some. Pick one more you agree with and one more you don't agree with. <gasps> okay. Let me think here. Let me think here. Let me think here. The MC. Uh, okay. MC rules. Okay. <coughs> one I don't agree with is. Hold on. Pregnant pause. All right. Number 15. (laughs) Words. With so much controversy around fake news, brands won't be able to put out a half... Oh, this has a curse word in it. I just realized that as I was reading it. Kimber, we just talked about Natty Light. Not even. I it's half-assed. half-assed. I don't know. I got weird with it. With so much controversy around fake news, brands won't be able to put out a half-assed study that coincidentally finds their product solves some big problem. If brands want to publish original research, particularly if they want traditional press to cover it, the research will have to be high-quality work that's completed with a respected third-party organization. Do you agree with that? Or I not? do not agree with that. I think that's bull. I don't think that's going to happen. You don't think that brands need to reach out to a no, need to do third-party research? I do think that they okay. need to, but they're basically <clears throat> saying that now news isn't going to cover them if they don't have that kind of research, and I just don't think that that's true. True, still, think I still think fake news are news? still. I think fake news is still going to be rampant this year. I feel like a lot of people are talking about how, like, oh, now this year we're going to fix the fake news because everyone's going to be like way more into their research. And I'm like, I don't think so. I think it's a much bigger problem than that. It'll get worse before it gets better. Yes, and one that I agree with. Okay. Better be the best one. 
I think so. Great. Okay. The backlash against tech will grow. And that includes social platforms and digital advertising. Privacy is part of that, but the biggest factor will be AI. Could AI eventually replace the rank-and-file marketer? It's possible. AI already came for blue-collar jobs, and it's coming for service jobs now. White-collar jobs are next up on the chopping block. I agree. That's scary. It is scary. She's basically saying that a robot's (laughs) going to take over what we do. I think it's impossible. Can I tell you? There's a certain level of creativity and spontaneity. Yeah, but have you seen the things that computers can come up with now? Listen. They can write whole scripts. Well, I'm excited they can drive cars. Yes. Let's leave it at that. I know, but they're going to lose... Yeah. In my senior year of college. (laughs) She did a thesis on this. I had a class and it was all about wearable technology. It was like when Google Glass was like a new thing. Mm -hmm. And we were all so like, it was a completely foreign concept that one day you wouldn't even have to touch your phone and be able to like say, hey Siri, blah, 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 and have it answer to you. And now you- Amazon Echo. Right. Right. Think about Amazon delivering drones, delivering products and packages by drone. I feel like that's a urban legend. Amazon delivers stuff by. I've never seen it. Have I'll send you a seen link. It? Yeah, I think it's only. A, I think there's only in particular areas that it does. They're it testing it right yeah. now, and they're testing it with a bunch of different types of drones for accuracy. And basically, you place like a. It's like a sheet that has the Amazon logo on it in the middle of your yard or somewhere that the drone can land. Yeah. It will land there and deliver your package. <clears throat> That's just scary. Do you know Amazon also now has live chat? Like if you are the, you know what. Like, for one of our clients. The client would be the live chat representative. It's embedded right yeah. into the Amazon page now. Yeah. It's cool. Since we're talking about Amazon, <laughs> I have bonus. a... Bonus time! Fun! Level the audio spikes. I think we've deafened half That's okay. Well, at least we know our microphone My bonus works. topic is... The Amazon Prime commercial. Has anyone seen it? No. Which one? It's the one with the priest. <gasps> I was just talking about the, this with my husband last night. And the, like, Islamic. Yes. Um, oh, yes. No. Do you think they... How awesome is that video? This is what we were talking about last night. Do you think they bought those gifts for each other and they ended up being the same gifts? Yes. That's what I, I didn't get, get that it. at first. Oh, can we watch it? Because the first time I now? saw it, I think I missed the part at the very beginning where they were friends. Yes. And all I saw was them ordering something and getting a package. And I thought it was like, oh, you know, no matter who you are, no matter what you believe in, we all have the same problems. But then I saw the part where they were friends. friends and then I realized, oh, they bought each other the same right? gift. And that's very sweet. So I the commercial know. is that there is this um, priest and then an Islamic leader, religious leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they are friends. Mm-hmm. And are they, they're emailing or they're communicating, basically pen palling. And it goes through that they each order um, the money. same product for each other as okay. a gift, as a gift on Amazon Prime, and so of course it shows how easy with buy with one right. click on Amazon Prime it is, and it like goes to each of them separately and shows them each receiving their package, and they both open the exact same product, and it are they are um, knee pads, knee pads, and then that commercial <gasps> ends. Yeah, yeah, the commercial ends at the Islamic guy <laughs> yeah. is wearing the knee. They both put the knee pads on. The Islamic guy is is praying, and then it goes to the 
to the I priest heard at one and he's point praying. it was the most shared video like, on the internet. I mean, talk about like pulling at your heartstrings. Yeah. And their whole their whole concept of it, it launched right after the election. Right. So when there was so much hate in the world yeah. at the surface and it was positivity and it was all about like we are all the same people on the inside. Kind yeah. Of thing. I love I mean, that. that did everything. And not, not only that, you didn't even need any words. I don't think there, there were just, no words. There aren't words. It was like, um, <coughs> at they the did one at the beginning. They did the, the prime did one on like a dad who brings his new kid to school. And it's like a little boy and he's like in preschool and he, this is his first day at school and he's new and he's got glasses and like yeah. he's off in the corner oh, and like no yes. one's talking to him and his, yeah. And his dad's like looking through the window and he notices that no one's talking to his son and so he does Prime, and he orders him a Superman costume, and he goes in the next day, and all the kids are, like, yeah. running to him because yeah. he's wearing a Superman. That's a great commercial. The dad is wearing a Superman costume? No, 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 no the, the little boy. <laughs> the little well, boy. maybe. Underneath his coat. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was a good one. Great all bonus feels. Topic. And I haven't... I've talked to, like, my husband about it, but I needed to be amongst my people to talk about Your it. Peeps. Yeah. Did okay. you... Did you have a topic? Sorry, Kelly. You yeah, did have a topic, bo- but now... Bonus time should have came after. But bonus time pertained to what we were talking about, so that's why... And I once again, to Alyssa's topic was... Amazing. Great, and now I'm talking <laughs> about... <laughs> business and business blogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I, uh, I got a, a newsletter earlier this week, and I was opening one of the articles, and I was like, hey, I just wrote about this for um, Tower Blog in one of our... 2017 blog challenge blogs. Check it out online, towermarketing.net. Um, <laughs> that was a great shameless plug right there. Um, but I think like we, we've been in enough client meetings um, with potential clients that run a business to business. Business. <laughs> keep going, keep going. And they're very, and I think a lot of times they, um, they are not real excited about the idea of content or running running a blog on their website. And so <clears throat> I wanted to bring up the fact, why are you guys always seriously? Because she's it's, putting college down. She's just writing random words. I'm never going last again because <laughs> that's why I, I didn't want to go last. Yes. Well, anyway, um, just comes down to the fact that, yes, business to business and business to consumer blogs, you have to be very different in your approach mm-hmm. because you're talking to a much different audience. You're not talking to a mom who's buying shoes for her preschooler. You're talking to a contractor who might need a modular trailer on a work site. I mean, that's mm-hmm. night and day. But the whole thing is that when it you take it down to content fundamentals, that they're really not that different at all. Because you need, you, you start the same places. Mm-hmm. You need to know your audience. You need to know what they're searching for. You need to establish your authority in the field. And then you just, you need to be familiar with that audience and where they're looking for information and how you can share it. So that's kind of like where they're different. But this also talks about things that you do need to kind of remember when you are working with a business to business blog. And business-to-business blogs oftentimes say, or business-to-business companies often say, like, well, we're too boring, or, yeah. like, what would we mm-hmm. even or talk about? Niche. Yeah. Which I think is crazy. Because, <clears throat> especially if you're willing to have a little bit of personality, mm-hmm. to have a little bit of fun, you can 
Um, I mean, you could also argue that people are doing searches to find you because they don't have the same knowledge of information right, that you do. Right. And so. also, you're still talking to a person. So, right. like you were saying about that fun, you can have a little personality. Okay. Nobody, even if they are a contractor looking for mm-hmm. modular buildings, doesn't want to read something that's like, like the Charlie Brown yeah. teacher. You know, they want... I think the difference is that the people who are often making the decision in a B2B company about whether or not to blog are not the same people that would be reading the information that they're looking mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. So like if you think about Tower's website, the informa- we are B2B, and the information that we write on our blog is geared to someone who is not necessarily a decision maker. Mm-hmm. So we often write topics that we would hope our leads would read, but we want... We want to capture the person just below that decision maker because they're the person we're working with most closely. They're going to champion for working with right. us. Right. So they're like, you know, they're, yeah, you're talking B2B, but there are also levels of professional that you need to talk to as well. It very much reminds me of this like marketing quote or something that I read sometime. And I feel like I want to bring it out so many times when we're in a meeting with the, the client that we deal with. Mm-hmm. And they say something like, well, I, I wouldn't do that. Or I, but you, you're not the customer. Yeah. You're not, and you have, I think a lot of people are like, just because they don't like something, mm-hmm. they don't realize that the person that they're speaking to on a daily basis would appreciate that or like that or be looking for that yeah. information. Mm-hmm. That they think it's a little too <clears throat> elementary for their, for the yeah. persona of their company. Mm-hmm. But the only reason you can, the only way to get to those higher topics is to cover the basics first. So, yeah. So the other thing that um, it was talking about with business to business blogs was that um, that there, it's kind of this misconception that you're only gonna get organic traffic through your blog. And while organic traffic is kind of what you're you're looking for mm-hmm. because you want like those new people who are kind of discovering your company or your blog through an organic search. It's still really important to kind of talk to those people that are already followers of you. So the importance of still sharing everything on your social channels and, you know, while you're a business to business company, that social channel may not be Facebook or Twitter, but you know, sharing it on LinkedIn mm-hmm. if you, use Instagram, you know, knowing where your audience is and don't just, don't just worry about the new people, but the people that you have touched already. Yeah, because they're the... <laughs> That's I so shook, deep. I shook uh, my head as soon as I said it. College. That's all right. You went for it. <laughs> and then the other thing is, I think with business to business blogs, more than business to consumer blogs is the the risk or the temptation to get really salesy and mm-hmm. push your your own products. I I feel like with business to business people that we've worked with in the past, nobody we work with now because they're all lovely clients. But people that we've worked with in the past, it's a business to business company that's like, well, we need to talk about what we do, we need to talk about what we offer, mm-hmm. and you do in a way that's not, you know, buy my XYZ, but maybe something like 10 ways to use XYZ that right. maybe you haven't thought of. Well, especially because B2B 
they're B2B customers, it's a longer sales cycle. So even expecting someone to come to your blog for the first time from a B2B company and then like immediately go and purchase your product is just Mm -hmm. so unrealistic. But even if they did, they know where to go. I mean, that's one thing that, you know, we have to say that our clients, customers, leads, prospects, whatever, are much smarter than, you know, anybody would really believe. Um, Yeah. So my takeaways here are... College. 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 Sandwiches. Um, Twofold. Natty Light. (laughs) Not the takeaways to the podcast. I'm just trying to wrap up my thing so we can get away from this. If you are a B2B company, don't be afraid. Don't be turned off by content marketing on your site. And if you are someone who's maybe new to having to write content for a B2B blog, just remember... It's not that different. Just go back to your fundamentals. You, you can do it. You can. You can do it. Everybody can. That was like a pep speech right there. Okay. Guys, any that's last... What, that's <laughs> the pep speech Kelly gives to herself every morning. <laughs> you, you can, can do, do it, it, Kelly. You can do it. You can do it. You got this. I have one final oh, like okay. that has to do with B2B to wrap it oh, all up. Oh, okay. Bonus time. Perfect. Bonus time. It's bonus. nothing to do with what we've talked bonus, about, bonus but I just topic. feel like it's really short. Okay. Some brave B2B brand will take the plunge into VR. Ooh. The result will be unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> and I agreed. And that's that. Did what that get did a heart? I just see a commercial for, it did for get a, a virtual reality thing, and it was... It's the Google phone. No, I think... Okay, so after the Super Bowl, a new season of 24 yes. is... Platinum? Debuting. Prime, yeah. And I believe that they have built... Of like a virtual reality trailer or something that you can do with the goggles and you download this and you can wow. watch it in your virtual reality. That's amazing. Wow. My kids got virtual reality goggles right. and we've downloaded one app that can do it and it's like this stupid, pathetic roller coaster thing. It's the saddest thing. <laughs> <laughs> so look, whatever company that was, well, it was unpleasant. It, it, was. it was just an app builder probably, but <clears throat> great. So, hey, if anybody knows some, like, good places to watch virtual reality on these new goggle things, put it in the comments. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. All right. Anybody else? Anything last last words? Okay. I don't think so. Great. Well, this has been another Tower After Hours, and we're all saying bye now. Bye now. Peace out. Bye. Bye.